lot to unpack today. Uh, episode 43, I think. 43. See, I'm, I'm losing count. Uh, got E in the building today. This is a special request. It's been a lot going on in the sports world. And uh, the last conversation I had was about health and all of that. So change it up for for this one. Get back on sports for a little bit. Yeah, see you on your bike, man, getting your drago on. Man, definitely, dog. <laughs> definitely. That's why I said, no, I don't know if you listened to the last one, but it was like, you know, went to the doctor. Doctor's like, look, fam, you're overweight. You got to get yourself back together. She's like, I need you to do at least 30 minutes a day or something active. Yeah. They got me keeping a blood pressure chart, all this junk. And I was like, man, you know what? Uh, get it's, yourself it's, back it's together. It's good for the body. You know what I'm saying? Even if you can't go out and run, like wife, wifey want me to get one of them uh, uh, fold up joint, uh, the treadmills, the mm -hmm. treadmill. That's what she want, and I probably use that damn thing more to her. And see, that's why, like for real, like I have a treadmill. Yeah. We moved it to the other side of the basement because we don't never use it. Like I, to me, it's boring. Yeah, like I would rather <laughs> go out to a track yeah. and physically walk somewhere. Yeah. Then sit in here, like, even when I turn the TV, I'm like, I'm trying to walk. And I was like, man, this is just, for whatever reason, my mind just can't grasp the concept of mm -hmm. walking in place. But that's why I went and got the bike. And like I said, a, a friend of mine that I grew up with, she was doing the little 30-day ride four miles a day little challenge or whatever. Mm -hmm. And like I said, I, I saw the changes that she was going through just in a matter of a couple of weeks. And I was like, shit, man, you know what? That's my motivation to do it. So I'm on day 20. My knees ain't been cracking as much. I wake up in the morning, got a lot of energy. Like, I, like I'm being dead ass. I'm being serious. I was like, damn, like, what a difference that actually getting up off your ass makes. Yeah. In just a matter of a couple of weeks. Yeah. So just been trying to stick to it. But uh, like I said, man, a lot's done happened. I know these last couple episodes have been kind of, some been talking about black history, stuff like that. The episodes that I have in the making, and I want to have a conversation, Judas and the Black Messiah. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you've seen it yet. No, I ain't seen it yet, but Dope I heard it's movie. cold. I heard Dope it's cold. Movie. I, I haven't heard anybody say, oh, this movie's trash. Everybody that's seen that movie said that that's a must-see. Dope. And I'm telling you, like, I'm not real big on... Black Panther Party movies and stuff like that. But, like, I learned so much from that film and knowing that it was based on a true story and all of that. It's just like, damn, like, that blew me away. So I got that lined up to talk about that and the movie American Skin. I don't know if you've seen that one yet. No, I ain't seen that yet neither. Oh, uh, man, that was, that was even better. Like, dope. It's about uh, police... A black man and his son was pulled over, supposedly routine oh, traffic stop. Oh, I seen the the previews of it. Yeah, yeah. So that's already out. Yeah, it was okay. on. Uh, we watched it on the little Amazon Prime videos okay. or whatever. Okay, okay. I didn't but, know that was out yet, but I, I did see the previews of it because he held Buddy in the the, the station where well, they held the, the station captive. Yeah, yeah. yeah I got I did movie. say I wanted to check that out. Dope movie. Like I said, the whole purpose is not to talk about the movie and spill it for people who haven't seen it, but talk about the overall messages in both films. So I got that coming up. Then the other week I woke up and for whatever reason, Scarface was on TV and I was sitting down and started watching Scarface. 
And I was like, man, you know what, man? Scarface is overrated. And that made me want to do a top five. Gangster movie. Gangsters. Or drug lord, kingpins. You know what I'm saying? Like Scarface, Nino Brown, Boston George. And I was like, you know what? That's a that's a conversation I want to sit down and have. And me and my partner Tink is going to have that conversation. Shout out to you, bro. I know you've been going through a lot. So prayers up to you, man. And once everything gets settled in, we, we definitely going to make that episode happen. But enough rambling. Today, in the sports world, we'll start with the NBA and kind of throw in the NFL with that too because um, for a couple weeks now, the Cleveland Cavaliers have hinted at trying to shop around uh, Drummond's. If they can't trade him, the rumors were they was going to try to buy him out. And, you know what I'm saying? In the beginning, it was like, oh, okay, yeah, whatever. But then it's like Cleveland is real deal trying to move him, so they shut him down. They was like, we're not going to let you play till we find a trade for you or whatever. And that led to uh, Draymond Green speaking out and saying that he thinks it's bullshit, excuse my language, that the owners are allowed to shut the players down and force them not to be able to play because they want to shop them around for a trade. But then when the players ask for a trade, everybody goes hard on the players. And I saw your post, E, and it was a lot of going back and forth. So the floor is yours, man. Talk to me. We talking about just his we just right now or just just period because we can like just with talk the Watson period. the Watson situation. Look, I I don't know the extent of Drummond's contract. Now if the team feels that he's not performing to his abilities when they acquired him, I think they acquired him, what, two years ago in a trade with the Pistons? I'm not for sure. Then, you know, they they have the right to to trade set player. Now, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying, uh, agree with the whole sitting him down mm-hmm. and not planning. And, and and that that right there is total BS. And, I, and, and like, I agree with everything that Draymond, Draymond Green said. Because you think about it, you know what I'm saying? Even if Dray, uh, if Drummond did request a trade, you think about what, what James Harden did. You know what I'm saying? He he come in out of shape, fat, looking like a stuffed backpack. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he he bitching and complaining about he wanted to trade, and he actually got traded to where he wanted to go. Right. It wasn't no, oh, we're going to send you. If you don't want to play ball with our organization, it's going to be fuck you. We're going to trade you where we want to trade you at. They he actually least, got traded to the Brooklyn Nets where he wanted to go. They tried to accommodate him. Yeah. Right. right. But but you can't do it for like other players. It's just like with the whole Deshaun Watson situation. You know, with me, you, and uh, Daryl, well, mainly you and Daryl was going back and forth with. I was just sitting back. But uh, it's like with that, with that incident, like he controls his contract. He has the no, no trade, trade clause. clause. Right, right. Only he he has the power to to lift that clause. So right. if if they, the team can't trade him unless he say it's okay, right. and 
I get, I, I understand that you have to, to, to fulfill the, the contract. Yes, he signed an extension. I think it was last year. Yep. I, it might have been last year, if I'm not mistaken. You have, when you sign these contracts, you have to fulfill that contract. But it's like I said, he controls set contract mm-hmm. because of that clause. You know, to the, the the stories that I read that you know he su- supposed to be in the room when when management make decisions, coaching Hines, coaching Hines, players and all of that, and they didn't honor that request. So I can understand why he's pissed. You trade arguably your best, the probably the best receiver in the NFL. <laughs> yeah, and D Hop. Yeah, that was that stupid. right there. I'm pissed. That was stupid. The season's going on. Your coach get fired. You don't bring in nobody to help. And it don't even look like you're trying to bring in anybody that, that's going to help. You you release J.J. Watt per his request because he asked to get released. I, I don't give a shit what nobody say. He asked to get released. They can say, oh, well, it was a mutual agreement. It might have been. But he did ask to get released. So to what I was saying to people about Watson, that ain't no different. If I'm asking, I I, I want to be traded, why come you can't ac- accommodate my request? Right. It's just like with, with Wentz. Wentz said if Jalen Hurts, and this is when me and, uh, me and Durrell was, was uh, going back and forth. Like I said, you got to honor that contract. I get all of that. Wentz said if you start this rookie and Jalen Hurts, and mind you, he came in and got them a couple wins and he bought. Mm-hmm. If you start this rookie, I'm requesting the trade. He got traded to the Colts, what, two, three days ago? Yep. Yep. And he just signed a big extension, what, two years ago? The same year I think golf did? He signed it the year he got hurt. He so it was the year ACL. after the Super Bowl? The year before that, I think. Remember, he was a rookie, played mediocre. His second year is when he was on that little MVP run. That was the same he, year they went to the Super Bowl. Yeah, that was the year they went to the Super Bowl. And then he signed that contract. And he signed that, the that extension. That, yeah. And then, like I said, since he came back, it's just been downhill. Yeah. And you can't fault nobody but himself mm-hmm. for that. So I'm throwing out my I respectfully disagree early. And the reason why is because, like I said on your post, it's like I see it both ways. And it's one of those things where it's like, like you said, and it's like you just said, I understand the whole contract situation and stuff like that. But where I feel like it's different is because at the end of the day, if I'm an owner of a team and you sign this contract then you basically are signing this contract. And guess what? I control what happens for the best or for the better of my team. Like, this is my team. I don't care if if you're unhappy. All right, I'll see what I can do to try to get you where you want to go. But if it doesn't benefit me as the owner, then I'm not in a rush to move you. And yes, he has a, a no trade clause, which I think, more players are going to end up doing that in the future because that gives them the the power to say, hey, well, guess what? I don't like that you're trying to trade me. Right. And till I see something that benefits me as well, I'm not going to lift it. 
So now guess what? You got a pissed off player who's not going to really come to work and perform to the best of his or her capabilities because I know you're trying to shop me around. Mm -hmm. So now guess what? You're going to have to move me because now it's bad for business. Yeah. So going back to what Draymond Green was saying, it's like, dog, you can trace this all the way back through time, man. Superstar players have been traded since the beginning of sports. But at the same time, nowadays, the players have more control over the outcome. You mentioned James Harden. I'm just going to be honest. I don't like none of how that played out. That, to me, was some bullshit. Yeah, it was. James Harden came to Houston from OKC. The whole time he's been in Houston, they've given him every player that he wanted. Every situation has been catered to this guy. So you can't say that you're unhappy because guess what? This situation, you helped create it. Mm -hmm. So you can't just drop your, pick your bags up and, and head for the hills because guess what? You made this mess, motherfucker. Excuse my language again. So it's like you come in a training camp out of shape. I'm watching those Houston games and we're talking about a guy who's led the league in scoring multiple times. He's getting to the free throw line on an average of 13, 14 times a night. James Harden only get three free throws. Four free throws. Yeah. He out here just lollygagging, bullshitting around. And at the end of the day, you wanted Dwight Howard. They gave him to you. Mm -hmm. You wanted Dwight Howard gone. They got rid of him. You wanted Chris Paul. They gave him to you. You wanted him gone for Westbrook. And then after one year, you tired of Westbrook. They ship him out. Man, I still don't understand the whole John Wall thing because I'm like, there's no way that that's going to work. You bring well, uh, in Cousins, yeah. and it's like Houston has always been a three-point shooting team, but you bring in a big man who kind of wants the ball. Yeah. So it's like you knew that was a disaster waiting to happen, so I can understand why he wanted out. But the way it all transpired, if I'm an owner, there's no way in hell I'm trading you. The, the difference between now and then, if you go back to the 80s and the 90s, because you really didn't see the superstar players get traded like that back then. And if they got traded, it's because they was aging. It's time to bring some new young talent into my organization and try to win with this young talent. Take Barkley, for instance, when he got traded from Philly to um, Phoenix. Phoenix. I think he was at Philly, I think, what, about seven, six or seven, eight years, I think. Something like that. You know what I'm saying? Went to Phoenix. He was down there, I think, maybe three or four. He went ring chasing, went to the Houston Rockets. I don't give a shit what nobody say. He he <laughs> they, he went ring chasing and, and couldn't get the job done when he went to Houston. Hakeem Olajuwon, he was with the Rockets, what, since 80, I think 80. When did he get drafted? 84. 84. So he's been, he was with the Rockets from 84 to 99, and then they ship him to the Toronto Rockets. Toronto, yeah. Patrick like you, Ewan, you, yeah, Patrick Ewan got thing. shipped to to uh, the the Supersonics. Dominique Wilkins. <laughs> Nick went to, from Atlanta to uh, San, Antonio. San Antonio. You see, you seen that back then where these superstar players, when they age, it's like I don't have no need. Not unless you Michael Jordan, but if you age, I don't have no need for you. Same thing with Shaq. They made it. They made a decision with Shaq and Kobe when they lost to the Pistons. When Shaq got traded to Miami. Well, you can go all the way back to Shaq wanting out of Orlando. Yeah, in Orlando, yeah. In but, Orlando. but that's the thing, though, real quick. I'm going to keep you on that thought right there because it's like 
back in the day when those players signed those contracts, there was no thought of, well, I'm only doing this temporarily. Right. They're like, okay, I'm Scotty Pippen, Scotty Pippen, that, that ridiculous deal yeah, that he uh, signed. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> you signed an extension and you locked into the Chicago Bulls. And that's why the tension started flaring up because, okay, they are, they're looking at Scottie Pippen, his bag is hurting, having these little knick-knack injuries here and there. So as a business person, you're saying, you know what, I need to shop this dude so that I can try to get something in return that's going to keep my franchise competing for championships. And that's what I'm saying. That's the business side of it, mm-hmm. where now players are only signing a four-year deal with the third year an being an option yeah. to where it's like, okay, I'm not signing no long-term. If everything goes the way I want it to in three years, then I'll be like, you know what? Here, I'll extend for another two or three. Yeah, That's cool. That's the difference between then and now. But what's pissing me off is because go back to the Miami thing, not to bring up LeBron as usual or whatever, but it's like, LeBron ruined the NBA. He went and joined the Miami Heat, blah, blah, blah. All of them were free agents. Kevin Durant was a free agent. So regardless of whether we liked him going to Golden State or LeBron going to Miami or not, he was a free Free agent. agent. He fulfilled his contract. He He done what he had to do. So he's a free man. Mm -hmm. Paul George signs an extension with OKC and wants to be out the same year that he signed it. James Harden signs an extension. He wants to be out. Like, how does that work? And that's why I was saying to Daryl, it's like, to me, it's bad for business because at the end of the day, when it's time for them to have another collective bargaining conversation, these owners are going to be like, you know what? Before all of this comes back and bites me in the ass again, we got to put in something in this language to where if you sign a contract, you can't be going on going to the media demanding trades and doing this and doing that because you're making it bad for us as an organization. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be they're going to put in some kind of written clause to prevent that from happening in the future or B, these owners are going to stop cashing these damn players out. Because I would understand if it was some bench player unhappy about playing time and wants to be moved. But we're talking about the person that you're building the team around. That's bad for business, in my opinion. So if I'm running a team and my best player is constantly talking about how he or she is unhappy and I done already gave you all this money, like something is wrong with that. So to me, in the long run, it's going to cause conflict in regards to these contracts. Yeah. And Daryl brought up uh, my job, Humana. And <laughs> yeah, I've seen that. Right. And that's why I was trying to explain to him. I was like, okay, when they offered me the job, I knew that it was going to be a customer service position up front. Mm-hmm. And me having a, a job working for Sprint, taking phone calls, I knew then, I was like, dude, I hated being on the phone. Like I couldn't stand customer service. But at the time, I had just moved to Louisville. Me and my wife was about to get married. I didn't know she was pregnant at the time. But you know what I'm saying? I'm like, okay, I got a, a soon-to-be wife. Aubrey was like one or two years old. 
and I'm trying to get myself established in a new city. Right. So I'm like, you know, shout out to my friend Nikita. She helped me get on the Humana. So I'm like, okay, cool. Here goes an opportunity. I know that it's customer service. You just got to strap your boots up and do what you got to do. So I go in for orientation. And the thing was, they were saying that so many people would either quit or post out so soon that they couldn't keep people on the phones. Right. So in order to fix all of that, anybody that's hired into customer service, you had to be in that position for two years before you could post out and apply for something else within Humana. Okay. So I knew that off top, I signed up for it. Two years. When I tell you, I could not stand that job. Like, I don't know if you remember any of my posts. I used to hate getting up and going to work every day. Like, to the point where, dude, I was damn near crying because them people just talk so crazy to you. And I was just like, I can't stand it. And I was taking like 70 or 80 calls a day. The way that setup is, I don't know if you've ever had to answer phones or whatever, but it's like, as soon as one call hangs up, another one is right back to back. Mm-hmm. And the only time I could get up out of that seat was for one 15 minute break, a 30 minute lunch and another 15 minute break. Yeah. My wife used to work up there. I, I know uh, everything about that. You know, shout out to y'all. I, I mad respect to y'all because I be giving these people to be calling my phone. Hell, like the, uh, the fuck are you doing calling me at 738 <laughs> in the morning? Like, you know, I'm not up. Exactly. So, <laughs> so for what I done, mine was just all inbound calls. Yeah. And the thing was, it's like, okay, I'm not a morning person. So I worked the latest shift until nine o'clock at night. The thing is, if there's any calls in queue, calls waiting, you cannot clock out until all the calls are gone. Oh, so people knew that we close at nine o'clock. They're going to call at 850 because they're thinking that, oh, well, it ain't going to be too many people calling. I should be able to get straight through. Right. But in reality, it's so many calls waiting. So, I'm not getting out of until 30, 10 o'clock. Couldn't stand it. But guess what? Either A, quit, or B, serve your damn two years. Soon as your two years is up, guess what? I can go do whatever I want to. Mm-hmm. I fulfilled my two-year agreement. Here I am now. It will be eight years working for Humana in September. And I don't have no complaints. I'm actually a team lead and shit now. So, I'm saying... I stuck through what I signed up for. Yeah. That's why I'm saying like that should be universal across the board. If you sign a damn contract, okay, you're unhappy. Shit didn't go the way you wanted it to. At what part in time was James Harden going to buckle down and change his style of play? Never. So it's like, dude, you, you played a part in all of this. At some point in time, it's like, dude, all right, we're a three point shooting team. We run up the score on Golden State. We up 20 in the third quarter. Common sense don't tell you to stop shooting all these damn threes. Management did what they had to do to put you in a position to be successful. They gave you the tools. You can't say that you unhappy. That's on you. You lost the games. We gave you what you needed. You lost the games. And then you lost what you needed. So it's like, that's what I'm saying. It's like, it's apples and oranges. But at the same time, I see it both ways. Like, you can't hold me hostage. The Deshaun Watson thing, I get it. Because like you said, you trade away my best weapon. Yeah. <laughs> my yeah. defense is 
is gone because Watt's gone now. And you're not bringing in nobody to help protect me. I'm running for my life. You ain't giving me time. Like, Brandon. It's, okay. It's just like it's, bro. And, you know, we, because we kind of feel like undisputed. LeBron <laughs> always the topic. And you heard me say this a lot of times. If he would have asked for a trade his first eight years while he was in Cleveland, I wouldn't have been mad at that. I've always told you, they need to blame that fucking GM for not bringing in the necessary pieces to to come around that that superstar right. to win. Right. I've always said that I don't blame him for for leaving. I would have done the same shit too. Right. As, as it's like with the KD thing, can't nobody convince me, dude. That wasn't Russell Westbrook's doing. He he. I, I'm sorry, dude. Like. They, the people can say KD disappeared in some of those. What was it like the last three games of that series? It was up three one. Yeah, I, they, you can. I, I, I'm gonna say, I, bro. I'm gonna say at least two of those games, dude, was, is Westbrook's fault. And you look, you look at it like this. I'm gonna use me and you as an example, right? And I'm gonna play because our IQ is a little bit, bit, little bit better than Westbrook's. I'm gonna say that. <laughs> so, and I don't give a damn about him being in the fucking league, but. If you're Batman and I'm Robin, you're the star, right? Yeah. Or you're basically the Earth and I'm the moon. I'm going to defer to you. Unless you're not scoring the shit, right. then that's when I'm going to try to get my shit in and try to take over and help the team. That wasn't never the case <coughs> in Oklahoma City. Westbrook wanted that limelight that KD was getting. Yeah. He couldn't accept the fact that you're not the number one option here, bro. You're two. You're always going to be two if KD's here. Yeah. And he couldn't handle that shit. I've always said at least two of those games, Westbrook was the reason why they lost. At least two of them. Right. They could say, oh, KD was sitting over on the wing. and But your point guard basically took your superstar out of the game because of the fucking shots he's taking. If I know you out there chewing these niggas the whole series, bro, I'm going to make sure you're going to get the ball. That's what a, and if a the natural shot's point guard there, and does. And if the anyway. shot's not there, kick that bitch back. And I'm going right. to make sure you get your shot. But that was never the case. Yeah. I'm just going to go downhill like I always do. And that's another player. He and his game ain't going to never change. Who? Ever. Westbrook. Westbrook. Never. I mean, look, that's what I was going to say. I was like, look at the situation and how it transpired. KD leaves. The media pushes for this whole uh, MVP triple double season, and that's what I want to talk about here in a little bit too, because it's like the whole All Star voting MVP race. Like, man, it's just it's comedy garbage. now. Dog. Like, everything is for headlines. It ain't even about the natural ability to just hoop, and you reward the people who actually just flat out hoop. It's like now you're trying to sell a product. You're trying to sell the all-star game. It ain't even going to be no fans, but you're still trying to push and make it so star-studded to where people are going to tune in and watch or whatever. But like I said, we'll get back to that. Mm -hmm. So it's like he has this MVP season. Oh, he did all this with, with no other superstars, no other none. So do you bring in Paul George? You bring in Melo? You flush Melo down the toilet, and you're still losing. And you're still losing in the same fashion that you lost when you had KD. Mm -hmm. Blowing games that you shouldn't be losing. Ship him to Houston. <coughs> you had one season, and we saw how that transpired. 
they didn't have a chance in hell of beating the Lakers. And honestly, they shouldn't even have made it out of the first round. Let, let's just be 100. I mean, it's it, it's just – I mean, I guess because of hard – who did they play? Was it the – who did they play? It wasn't Utah because Utah played Denver. Was It wasn't Portland. Lakers said Portland. Who did they beat? The Clippers beat Dallas OKC. Yeah, Chris Paul. Because it went seven games. Yeah, and like I said, they should and, – and, you, you think about that, bro. And this is how you know certain players is better than certain players. Chris Powell basically got a team that, that's full of one- to three-year players outside of Steven Adams. And they get a fifth seed. Right. And, and Westbrook can't take Paul George, Melo. You had Schroeder, I think, was on that team. Yeah. Maybe. Adams. <clears throat> Adams. Hey. Uh, you can't you can't get them out of the first round. Not to mention y'all got swept by Utah, and then and then Portland uh, waxed them four one the next year. That's my point. It's like you can't scream that you're unhappy as soon as you lose when management puts you in position to compete. Chris Paul went further with less, and y'all went with more. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm saying, like, you can't just be like, oh, man, the players have the rights to to request a trade and do this and do that. Because now it's like, as soon as you unhappy, I want out. That's bad for business. I don't care what anybody says. But like I said, that's why I see it both ways. Even with the whole Anthony Davis thing. Anthony Davis tried to do that behind closed doors. The front office brought that to the media's attention. And, of course, that's going to be the headlines Anthony Davis requests a trade. He wants to go to the Lakers. Now it's LeBron's fault. LeBron is still ruining the league. He tried to handle this behind closed doors. Y'all could have waited to the end of the season, or you could have done it in the middle of the season. But now it's like, okay, y'all shutting down Anthony Davis. And that's another aspect of it. It's like as injury-prone as Anthony Davis is, if I'm a business owner and I know that I have a hot commodity or somebody that's going to bring me a bunch of nice draft picks or some quality pieces in return to where I can try to keep my franchise going, then I have to protect my investment. That's any business deal, whether it's basketball. It's unfortunate we're talking about actual people. Right. So you don't want to look at it in terms of like slavery or nothing like that. So please don't twist my words. But I'm saying like this is a liability for me. If I keep him on the court and he go out here and twist his ankle or like he's hurting now with his Achilles, now nobody's going to send me nothing in return. So now I'm like, I done lost out because now I got an unhappy player that wants to be traded. He's hurt, so I'm not going to get anything in return. So regardless of how this pans out, I'm going to lose him. I got to get the best that I can get while he's here. So that's what I'm saying is like, I still don't understand why Cleveland shut down Drummonds. Drummonds is a walking 20 and 20. Mm-hmm. Easy. And, 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 and motherfuckers better hope to pray that the Lakers don't get him. <laughs> That's what I was like. I ain't even going to cross my fingers on that because I'm it's tell, like. Tell you now, if L.A. get him. At one Book. point, the rumor was he wanted to go to Brooklyn. I seen that. If, if he go to Brooklyn, I'm done with Book, the I ain't going to watch the NBA no more. <laughs> I, I won't even watch it this year. You might as well put, put that little plate on that trophy. The Brooklyn Nets, uh, twenty was it twenty 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 one, NBA champions. But but to what you were saying, I understand the whole business aspect of the the whole contract deal. But you look at the Deshaun Watson thing, 
people are throwing everything at the Texans just to acquire one player. Yeah. Like with us, I'm seeing Nick Bosa, the 12th pick, and uh, 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 our safety. Uh, it ain't Tart. I, I forgot. And it, it's definitely not Ward. I forgot which one it was. You got that. Then you got these multiple teams where it's us, the Packers, um, uh, the, the, the Texans, and the fucking Patriots, where Jimmy's going to go to the Patriots. We going to get uh A A Ryan uh 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 the pack uh uh I think uh Watson was going to the to to the Packers and then Wilson was going to go to to the Texans which would have fucked a you think of look at him he's unhappy Look I'm I'm glad you brought that up because even even with that it's like he still signed the deal he took the money and I was watching uh Whatever that show is that uh, Marcellus Wiley and them are on in the afternoons, they took over for uh, I, um, old buddy that be talking to all that crazy white white Whitlock, yeah, Jason Whitlock. Yeah. Then about like every now and then I I listen to them because I still be down here working, but they spit out a bunch of little nonsense too. I really don't really get into <laughs> it for real, but they brought up an interesting point and they was like Russell Wilson was sacked more and was hurried in the pocket more the years that they was going to the Super Bowl than he is now. So are you complaining because you losing or are you complaining? Like, what is, what is your complaint? Because the numbers show that you were under more pressure doing your most successful seasons. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like now I feel like the way the NBA is ran has trickled down to the NFL. Yeah. Uh, a lot of these players now just oh I'm unhappy. I want to be traded. Trade me. I'm but I ain't gonna lie though. Like Watson got every reason to be unhappy though. Definitely. If I'm your franchise quarterback and he's going into I think year four or five, and hey, you trade my best weapon. And mind you, this is what type of special talent Deshaun Watson is. You basically playing with nothing, and you still led the league in passing yards, passing TDs, and I think the QBR was in the top five. And this is with nothing. Right. I think his best weapon he had on his team was Brandon uh, Cooks or Crooks or whatever his name is, number thirteen. But that's your best weapon, and you led the league in TDs, uh, uh, TDs, t- uh, the yards, and I think the QBR. So just imagine if you give him. A a a a D hop type player back and a nice running game and and I'm gonna say a decent defense. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know what you're gonna get out of this quarterback, and it's like like I just personally think that they holding this man hostage because you do have teams that's trying to trade you some pieces for this one player. Now, granted, you're not gonna get a good quarterback out of that deal. I like Jimmy, but <laughs> hell no. Then you you got the Miami the Miami uh, proposal with Tua going to Houston. That's not gonna work. Uh, I keep I seen the Sam Darnold proposal won't work. Right, like Houston get just with the tr- whole trade thing, dude. They should just forget about the whole uh, well shit. We are gonna get a quarterback out of the deal unless you trade your trade him to the Jacksonville Jaguars that have that number one pick to where you can either get 
uh, a Trevor Lawrence, which a lot of people's not sold on him being the number one pick, or a, a Justin Fields, or the kid out of BYU. Right. So that's but but see, and that's the thing. <coughs> after this, we'll we'll move on to the little All Star jump. But it's like everything that you just said. If I'm an owner, and I know that I'm not going to get anything that is remotely close to what I'm giving up and I don't have to give it up. The owner doesn't have to, to grant his wishes because dude, you inked the deal. So if you want to threaten to sit out, feel free. I hope you saved your money because guess what? <laughs> I'm not obligated to pay you because you're not on the field. So it's like, I mean, he's still going to get that guaranteed money though. But, but that's what I'm saying. It's like, we're holding each other hostage. Basically yeah. it's like, we playing tug of war because you think about it. If he's on the roster, he still get the roster, the pay, the roster pay, and then you got the guaranteed money that you signed. If if his contract was one forty and and the guarantee was eighty, he already's getting that. And then you got the 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 roster uh, bonuses. Like when you make when they you on the roster, they still have to pay you for that. So he's still gonna get some money. He so, just won't get the game check. So that's why I said earlier when the next <coughs> bargaining comes up, you think these owners ain't going to be like, you know what? Nah, we got to put something in there. If your ass ain't on the field, we don't have to pay you. True. And that's what's going to mess it up for the players down the road for the BS that's going on now. And that's why I'm like, right now, it's just, it's, I've never seen this before in sports where it's just like, everybody's like, I want to be traded. Trade me here. Trade me there. Kyrie Irving wants out of Cleveland. Get me out of here. <laughs> Oh man, Brad Stevens is the best coach I've ever had. He actually knows this and yeah, that. He's, he's throwing shots at Tyron Lue. Mm -hmm. The Boston thing don't happen. Oh man, we're just you know. I'm like, nah, bro. At what point in time do you look in the mirror and say, you know what? The I need only, an attitude. The, on, the only two sports that I don't see this shit in because the NBA, the NFL is going to look at the NBA where it's going to be a lot of contracts to where it's going to be no trade clauses. And they want to control where they want to go. You don't see that shit in the, in the baseball world. You don't see that shit in hockey. And old buddy from the from the Padres, fourteen year deal, three hundred fifty million dollars. Lord Jesus. <laughs> like I, I'm, 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 I'm seriously, you know, what I'm saying, thinking about my boys getting a bat and glove. Man, fourteen years, three hundred fifty million dollars. Mm, mm, mm. Like it's and I don't even think that baseball even have a salary cap. I know NHL do because like they get these ten year deals, a hundred. They get ten million dollars a year, which ain't bad. Ten million dollars, ten million dollars. Who 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 gonna pass that up? Right. But like the the the, the NFL is gonna slowly starting to to become how the NBA is with this with shit. If you won't build around me, I I want to get out of here. But, like that's, it's, it's, but that's it's, the thing. I, the I players mean, that we're talking about, they did build around them. You but, brought up LeBron earlier, and that's the one situation where it's like he easily could have been like, you know what? <laughs> Get me the hell up out of here. Like, y'all not bringing nothing here. I don't give a damn about the contract. Get me out of here. Think, think about it like this back in the old days, and I'm and I'm going to use NFL and the NBA, right? You didn't have – like, they built their teams over the years. Like, the players got better over the years. Right. Superstars didn't want to go play with superstars. And then if you was in a bad situation, like, look at the Saints. Like, 
they was always garbage until Drew Brees got there or whatnot. But you didn't see none of them players like, man, you know what? Fuck this shit. I, I want to get out of here. Right. The, the Lions went 0-16. I ain't see none of them players complaining about the shit like, hey, I need to be traded. Like, this is a bad situation for me. You, don't, you didn't see that, like, back then. Like... It's coming from your superstars. Yeah. And that's that's what I'm saying. Like, it's bad for business all the way around, across the board. That's just my opinion. I understand people are like, the players should have more control over, over their futures and their destinations and stuff like that. And the owners shouldn't hold the players hostage and this and that. But it's like, damn, like, you, you can't sign a deal and then because you're unhappy – demand to be put out and after this we'll 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 move forward because it's like i'm pretty sure at some point in time you done told your kids i'll pay the damn bills in this house i don't care (laughs) (laughs) you gonna eat whatever my wife put on the table i don't care if you don't want it or not i'll pay the bills here your kids don't have no choice to uh you know what i want a new parent i want i want to move out no I don't know, man. How these kids <laughs> out of the day, man. Like, it's crazy, man, because, you know, me and my wife was talking about that earlier, man, about these missing babies. Like, are they really getting kidnapped or are they running, running away? And and, and I, I'm not saying that in a fucked up way, but I get what you're saying on that shit, man. Like, I don't know, man. You better go sit your ass yeah. down. It's my house. Yeah. I pay the bills here. I tell my kids that shit all the time, though. So that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's like, and I don't mean it in the sense of that's how owners should be talking to players or whatever, but it's just like, in general, it's like, it's my motherfucking team. Mm-hmm. I'm the billionaire. I pay all the bills. My name is on everybody's check. I, but I look at it like this, though. Like, your, your superstar, I'm not going to say should have... They should have some say. Right. Like, if, That's why, with, with the Watson thing, yeah. that was messed up. You didn't include him on the coaching and none of, that, none of the trades and this and that. So Watson has a legitimate gripe. Because if I'm an owner and you my, my franchise-style player, of course I'm going to come to you and be like, what do you think we need to make this team better? Exactly. And I'm going to try to go get that piece for you. I'm going to try my best to go get that for you. I'm not going to make no pro, And that's the problem. Like, people ain't been a front. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I, I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest to go get what you're asking for. I'm going to try. You know what I'm saying? But there ain't going to be no guarantee that we're going to get this. But, you know what I'm saying, try to work with me. Exactly. And that's what it's going to have to boil down to. Because, like I said, after this, we're, we're done, done. Yeah. It was just like, I'm looking at it down the road like what is going to be the consequence <clears throat> from all of these players demanding trades and it's because at some point in time the owners are going to be like you know what we got to protect ourselves mm-hmm. because at the end of the day we're trying to fill arenas we're trying to sell tickets we're trying to sell merchandise and if we throw all of our money at who we thought was our franchise player and then at the drop of a dime he or she wants to be traded or removed and this and that then now you're damaging my business I'm not going to be fully invested in anybody because I learned from the last time I gave uh, Deshaun Watson this type of money so yeah I believe in you I think you're going to be our next future quarterback franchise quarterback but because of the mistakes of somebody else you're going to be penalized for it 
and I'm not going to cash you all the way out. Right. So, I, again, this that's one of them agree to disagree situations or whatever, and hopefully it all gets worked out in the long run. But NBA All-Star, they announced the starters the other day, and I'm sorry. I was kind of shocked that they're not doing the whole picking thing like they like they've been doing like it's a park pickup game they still doing that they uh, just ain't they? uh kevin durant and lebron just ain't picked the team oh, okay, okay okay i think that okay. comes this week okay. i think they was just announcing who the 10 players was they got voted to be starters ah okay got so lebron you, and kd is gonna pick from the eight players of those 10 i'm kind of shocked now like that because we're gonna dive into this shit because that's definitely the fans doing that shit I'm shocked that KD is a captain when clearly it should be in B. That's where that stupid fan vote stuff come in at. Because uh, LeBron had the most votes in the West. KD had the most votes in the East. <laughs> and Clay got more votes than McCullough. And he ain't even played a bunch. Uh, and that, that's, and that's, that's, that's the proof <laughs> oh, that God. they need to change that format. Because growing up, I guess I didn't pay attention to how they, you know, picked the players that was going to participate in the All Star game. But You're it was like, back back then. Back then, like back I, in the I, early nineties, back, 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 back then, it was you picked the best players, and we're talking about stat wise because you didn't see like one player that was on those eighties and nineties All Star teams that wasn't in your top ten on everything. We talking about points, assists. Right. Rebound and you know all all that you know the, if if the plus minus was a thing back then like they they basically right. had every player that was like in the top ten category with the players that was balling and, and, and there's some players that actually deserved to make it to the All Star team they actually went compared to now it's basically if a you're popular circus. in the NBA you're gonna make the team. Exactly, and then, right, and it's like back in the day, it was like for the most part, the All Star teams were pretty much the same people: Magic, Jordan, Barkley, Clyde. It was the same faces, but you just had somebody who had a standout year, and they happened to make the team. Mm-hmm. But your core, your core All Star, was literally the faces of the league. Yeah, even going on to. Iverson, Kobe, Dirt, Tim Duncan, KG, those were the faces that you always seen every time an All-Star game happened. Mm-hmm. Now it's like, dude, you might as well roll the damn dice for the All-Star game because you don't know who's going to be out there. And it's like, damn, like, do we really not have no All-Star vets anymore? All you got is LeBron, KD, you can borderline start putting Steph in that conversation. He's been in the league 10-plus years, yeah. 10 years. Um, Damn, he has been in the league that long. But yeah. outside of that, it's like Greek Freak is still young. Embiid is young. Joker's young. Yeah. Uh, who else was named the starter? Kawhi, he's still – he Kawhi's getting up to that veteran status. And then you got Luka. Luca's young. And that's what I'm saying. It's like you're pushing this narrative to where you're trying to hope and pray that these are your new young faces of the league. I saw somebody's lineup. Uh, they had Ja Morant, 
Zion. They should have made the All-Star team. They still got to name the reserves. And I'm like, dude, you're just picking names. Like, that to me is a slap in the face. No disrespect. Zion's having a hell of a year. But in my opinion, it's not All-Star caliber. Brandon Ingram yeah. better be an all-star before Zion. Yeah. Ja is holding Memphis down. He's delivering for Memphis. But at the same time, it's like, you ain't hit all-star status yet, bro. Pump your brakes. And to know that Dame is not a starter. You got Luka. Like, something's wrong with that picture to me. And I just that just don't sit well, dog. Like, no, I don't, man. Cause I, I seen that. I'm, I, I don't. It's all star votes, man. Is, is basically fantasy for your fans who they want to see. And I get it because it's, it's supposed to be entertaining. You know, the, the, the your all stars supposed to wind down for the all star weekend. We get all that. It'll never be how it was back in the seventies and the eighties and the nineties to where, you know, they pick. You, you had your core, and then, you know, you had some that came out of the rough that made a couple all-star teams. And back then, those games was actually competitive. Back then, compared to I – mean, it was only one all-star game. It was, it was when they did that uh, that last thing where it was like uh, – I think, I think LeBron's team won off free throws. Yeah. It was like two years ago or last year or some shit. It might have been two yeah. years ago. But – like I, I honestly don't like uh, the fans voting because the owners. I seen it was the own. I posted on Facebook. It was the owners, and then it was somebody else. The media. The media had Dame Lillard ahead of Luca by but, a long by, shot. By a lot, and the fans had Luca over Dame. I think by a million votes. Exactly. And that's why it's just like, like, come on, bro. Like, y'all, that's that's a slap in Dame's face. Dame is, if the season ended right now, Dame is in the MVP conversation. Yep. But you're not starting in the All-Star game. Hell, look at Donovan Mitchell. That, like, another another one. That's, that's perfect. He, he got them one in the West. And not a starter. That's crazy. I saw, uh, like I said, I, I love watching uh, Shaq and Barkley Neal on Thursday nights. And they gave their list of who they thought should be reserves and Gobert's not on there. We had this conversation once before. I think the last time he was over here, we yeah, talked we about talked we was about laughing at Gobert, man. He, he got the contract. Gobert man, he, been doing 20 and 20. Yeah, I know. I done seen a few games. Gobert I, got 26 and, with 24. You know what? And I want to apologize for that shit because he's actually, and I understand this is year one of the contract, <laughs> but for right now he's playing up to that contract that he just got, he got, uh, he just received. Utah is balling, and I said it on another episode in the uh, when I was talking about the bubble last year. I was like, Clarkson going to Utah is the best thing that could have happened to him. Mm-hmm. I said that in the bubble. Go back and look up one of them episodes, whichever one it was, and Clarkson is balling now. Yeah, like because he's averaging over eighteen. Is he, he starting? Or is he on the bench? He's a he's a six man. Ah, uh, yeah, he probably get that award. He'll definitely too. get six man of the year. Yeah, but it's like, dude, how? Can you have the best record in the NBA and not produce a, a All Star starter? I don't. I don't get it. I don't. And it's like to me, guys, it's, it's crazy. Like Zach Levine is balling this year. 
he should be one of them guys where it's like, okay, you deserve a spot. And that goes back to what I was just saying. Like, you've always had your core stars of the league Mm -hmm. that you know they're going to be on the all-star team. But then those last two or three spots is like, all right, these are the guys that's having a breakout year. We're going to reward them in hopes that you start making this a regular thing. And guess what? Now you'll become that core of players. The all-star team should not be 12 guys and they're all different every year, every year, because now it's like you just throwing out guys based on popularity, like you said, and numbers. And let's just keep it all the way gangster. Ain't nobody playing defense in the league. It's so many people averaging 30. You ain't never seen that. Nah. Back in the day, though, it was, like, incredible to average 30 but, points. But the thing is, because I'm glad you said that shit, because this is what I'm I'm in this, that stupid-ass group still, NBA <laughs> group, and they was talking about that shit, man. And, 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 and I hope we got time, because I still want to talk about what KG said about the players in that league back then. Oh, I forgot played, about that. We got nothing but time. Couldn't play with today's players, because I definitely want to touch down on that. But – I'm talking to and, the, and and mind you in this NBA real talk group, I'm gonna say about seventy five percent of that group was probably born uh, ninety six on. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna keep it one hundred because when I seen somebody say Iverson was garbage, overrated. Like, I, I almost wanted to ask, dude, where was he located at? And I wanted to book a flight and we could have squared up type shit. <laughs> but it, it goes back to what you said about the defense compared to now and then. See, then now, then you can hand check. Yeah. You can't, you, you, if you look at a motherfucker wrong, matter of fact, uh, uh, um, James Harden get this shit out of time. Uh, somebody got called for a foul. It was probably two feet away from the player. And got hit with a foul. It's like wild. you, you can't. There's no such thing as defense in this league. And it's it's like somebody said something about Michael Jordan was like, how much would he average? Jordan in his prime years at the Bulls would average fifty goddamn points in today's <laughs> league. If you if you talking back, you can't hand check. Come, you know he's gonna get all his fouls. Possibly, bro. We we uh, we are at least two feet apart right now. And if they even look a breathe on this man, or if some of his sweat hit hit the player, that's a foul. They gonna call a foul, bro. Like I, I honestly think, and no joke, no lie. I, I I seriously think that it might play in today's league. And I understand that it's a, a three point shooting league. I still think he, I think he average about thirty five though, like real talk. It's crazy. <laughs> man. So that's what I'm saying. And you know what? Back in the day, I would laugh at people who said that. Because I thought it would be crazy. I was like, nah, Mike couldn't do it. But you you might be right. Because I'm looking at the points leader. Bradley Beal leads the league 32.8. You got MB 30.5. Curry averaging 29.9. Just say 30. 30. Dame averaging 29.8. Just 30. say 30. Luka averaging 29.1. Levine averaging 28.5. Greek Freak averaging 28. Joker averaging 27. Kawhi, 27. Trey Young, 27. Braun, 26. It's like, that is unheard of. Right. I don't care what nobody says. Yeah, like, they don't, they to don't have play no defense in that many 30-point scores. So it's like, what do you base the all-star criteria on? 
criteria on at this point in time because you got so many players putting up these quote-unquote stats. And that's why I'm just like, dude, like, the league is in a bad position because it's like, damn, you know off top, Brooklyn technically got three All-Stars, so that's three spots gone Mm -hmm. off top. I've seen a bunch of lists that didn't have AD included. Now, granted, he's hurt now, so he's not going to play anyway. But it's like, you know, he hasn't played up to par according to his standards, but he's still doing 20 and 10. Yeah. That's all-star numbers. So it's like, this shit crazy. It's like, don't get me wrong, Zion putting up numbers. But to me, they... It's you not, don't feel it's, it. It's nothing that stands out. It's just like boring. It's, it's his, his, if he's averaging over 20, it's like, damn, bro, I didn't know this nigga had 23. No, he definitely putting up you know 20. Put, nah, he I mean, might nah, be putting nah, up 25. I, nah, I get that, but it ain't one of those like, damn, it's, it's going 25. Like, when the hell did that happen? Look, 25 on the dot. Yeah. He yeah. averaging 25 in it. It's it ain't a quiet game. though. It don't help the Pelicans. Nah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> it it ain't, you know, like, damn, we got like, and that's what I'm saying. And I was I was arguing with some folks online. Cause they was like, Zion is an all-star. And I was like, no disrespect to him, but not yet. I don't care if you're putting up 25. You haven't elevated you haven't elevated, elevated the team. Pelicans. And you got Ingram. You got Adams. You got blitz, so you got a lot of pieces to where you ain't nobody saying you gotta be a top five team in the West. They should at least be in the top eight though, with that roster. Easily. So it's like, man, Zion had 33 points and he shot 70 something percent from the field. I'm like, bro, they're all bunnies around the rim. There's nothing that's like, damn, he's hooping. He's mm-hmm. putting the team on his back. That are just because you're putting up 25 don't make you an all-star. No, I don't. And that's why I'm saying it's like a lot of people, man, you crazy, you crazy. I was like, but 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 since you said that though, can you say that same thing about Levine? Levine is like But is the Bulls winning though? Is he doing like what you just said about Zion? Are the Bulls winning while he's averaging that what what was it, twenty was it twenty eight? He putting up numbers. Hold on. Levine is doing uh twenty eight five. And the Bulls currently are in ninth place. Ninth place. Okay. Where are the Pelicans at? The Pelicans are 12th. 12th. Okay. But in their defense, they have similar records. The Pelicans are 12 and 17, and the Bulls are 12 and 16. Okay. So, you know what? So, it's kind you, of. Yeah. Kind of. But if that's the case, then Bradley Beal can't be a starter. Nah, he shouldn't. But, but I was one of them people where I was like, dude, I feel like Bradley Beal is balling the hell out. But he deserves a spot. But it's okay. It's like you got to stand out. I, I It should be both ways. Stand out, but win. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. dude, get your shit. But I, at the same time, make your team better and win the game. Exactly. So so that's what I'm saying. If if people are trying to put Zion and Ja in that conversation, what do you do with Mitchell and Gobert? True. What do you do with No, nah, Jamal Murray ain't putting up no all-star caliber whatever. 
trying to go down the list of the West. What what's going on with with, with Phoenix? What, what what what's up with Booker? Because I'm pretty sure Chris Powell's gonna be in there. That's what I'm saying. You, you almost have to. You almost have to because man, did you see them last night? Speaking of the Pelicans, the Phoenix outscored the Pelicans what forty two to fourteen in the fourth quarter last <laughs> night. Like the game was actually like the Pelicans was winning, and then all of a sudden Chris Paul just just went ape shit, and they win by twenty. Phoenix is in fifth place. What I tell you about that pickup, monster. I told you. Monster pickup. So that's what, so. Look at this. You got Utah, the Lakers, the Clippers, Portland, Phoenix, San Antonio, Denver, and Golden State, and that rounds out your top eight if the season ended today. Right. So it's like you're not going to put anybody from Phoenix on the All Star team. Dame is automatically a reserve now because he wasn't a starter. Yeah, that's crazy. So man. you're talking about. Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. Gobert, uh, Dame, possibly CP3. What, what, what about Paul George? Is, what's Paul going on George. He's been balling too. He's been year. balling. I don't know if he's going to be back because he was hurt. Okay. But you know what I'm saying? You have to put in a spot for Paul George too. And look, these is all guards. And what about uh, – I'm going to tell you another another young, youngin'. Um, Shy from o- Oklahoma City. The guard. I haven't seen him from for real uh, this year. Uh, he used to play with Kentucky. Yeah. Uh, he been balling. But I understand the record, though. They ain't been winning. But so he's, he's actually like, been balling, though, man. It's like it ain't enough spots for people to just be, like, throwing in all their fan favorites. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely a fan favorite game. And, and Julius Randle better get a damn spot. Yeah, he averaged 23. Julius Randle better get a spot. It's like your. Uh, do you put anybody from Toronto? Hell, Boston, Tatum, Tatum Brown. Brown, like yeah, like come on, man, like it ain't enough spots to just be rewarding people just because you want to see them. Man. I mean, but you you automatically know you're gonna get your same five to seven players on each side. That's right. gonna happen, and then the the other five spots is just whatever. Type shit, right. you know what I'm saying? It's bad. That's why yeah. I was like, man, damn the All Star game. The way Dame been hooping, and then Skip talking about Dame ain't clutch. I'm like, man, how much more clutch do you need to be? I done seen this man win more games, uh, hit more game winning shots than I've honestly. I'm just, no disrespect. I've seen Mike I, hit game winning shots. I saw Kobe yeah. hit him, but Dame hits them but motherfuckers on the regular, and it's efficient too. Like, bruh. That game against the Bulls, they was down five with 20 seconds left. He did a Reggie. They won the game, dog. He did a Reggie, bro. They won the game, and I'm just sitting there like, man, he he has the stones to take that shot. If he's not on that team, they not five in the West. At all. And McCullough has been out. Four, four. And uh, Nurkic, he's he's hurt, too. That's what I'm saying. Like, dog, you trying to tell me Dame ain't no starter? And Dallas is at the bottom? Dallas ain't even in the playoff picture. And Luka a starter? Mm. Man, get the hell out of here, dude. That's why I'm just like, come on, man. That's where I feel like the commissioner needs to be like, look, no. No, we need to reward this man for what he's been doing. Like, he... Dame should be a household name. He should be one of them core starters that we was just talking about earlier. You knew Mike, Magic, Clyde, Barkley, Bird. They was going to always be there. Dame needs to be in that conversation with your KDs, your LeBrons. You know, those guys are always going to be there. Steph is going to always be there. 
Greek Freak is going to always be there. Dame has to have his name in the conversation. I yep. see you on live. Is anybody saying something crazy? Nah, nah, nah. It's just just uh, my folks on here saying, what's up? I see your wife was on here watching. Big bro was on here. Okay, okay. Uh, I did see Charles on here. Ah, James said, my ninjas, you know, told me we, we need an invite. You know what I'm saying? Next time he put them cows on the grill. Man. Nah, you know, it'd be, be looking it'd good. Be good over it'd be like, you know, <laughs> invite. You know, like it, this is off subject, and I hope, and I hope you tag their names in it. And, and I, 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 OJ, man, a visit, Caldwell, Mr. Raiders, because you know he always <laughs> tell me to come over, and he ain't that far from the house. But you're not gonna drink me into a coma, bro. That's why come on, won't go over. Cause like you, you, you drink, drink. Like he got me already. Yeah, Look, I, me, I, I went to go I watch the Kentucky Georgia game with him. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't fucking around to fuck around. Get fucked around with him, man. Man, nah, no. He the reason why I done fell in love with Fireball. <laughs> really? Look, I got a thing of Fireball sitting over right now. Cause I had never had it a day in my life. Uh, it's it's good when you watching football games at the stadium and shit when it's cold. Man, but uh. Yeah, man, fuck the fuck the um, all star game and the all star votes. How they do it? They should. It should be the best players. But I think that it should y'all should be winning. Like you have it, to incorporate you, winning. You got to incorporate winning Some with kind that of shit, way. man. Same way with the whole MVP thing. Yeah. And then we can go to the KJ that, thing. That shit is so fucking. It's like, down. like, come on, bro. Like, I'm not saying this just because. LeBron is my guy. Not saying that. But it's like, how much more does this man have to do out here on the court? I get everybody laughing at the air balls, <laughs> the turnovers, and everything else. But it's like, when it's time for the rubber to meet the road, this man, you can always depend so, on him. So let me ask you this. I'm listening. And I know it's early because I, I see this argument all the time. Do he deserve if the if the, if the NBA was to stop today? Do he deserve the MVP award? Hands down. Hands down, he should deserve the MVP award. Considering the fact that Anthony Davis has been up and down right now, the Lakers are what five and two. Yeah, and I that think so. that other loss came the other night against Brooklyn, which I knew they didn't have a chance in hell. I didn't even know Kyrie played that day, that game. The, I thought he was out. They said he was. He was supposedly reported out, right? From what I was was seeing, and when I seen uh, him, Mister the Technical Free Throw, Carrie Patty, uh, he, like he but, Patty, and that, that's the <laughs> only part I don't like about LeBron because at that point in time, that should have flipped the switch. Yeah, and uh, even if we lose, I'm I'm getting fifty. Yeah, like it's your best free throw shooter. <laughs> the AE's Patty, <laughs> like I'm like, hold, I'm like, hold, hold man, up, man, LeBron, hold up, nah, 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 you, nah, you can't be the nice guy every time. Man. And I Come understand on, that you got Kyrie and Harden on that team, but at the way they lost, because I cut the game off when we was down by twenty. They was down twenty the whole game, and that and that's why I'm I'm gonna make my case for <laughs> LeBron because I'm saying that. At this stage in his career, he should not be looked at as the person that should be still trying to save a team and carry them to a victory. Because I've never seen that before, ever in the history of, of the game. Even at this point in time in Kobe's career, he was coming back from different injuries, shoulder, Achilles, and this and that. Kobe was still Kobe, but the Lakers were not winning. And you didn't look at Kobe as the person who was supposed to carry them over the top. Right. 
Carl Malone played late in his career. By this time, Carl Malone was just a role player. Tim Duncan, at this point in time, but, had turned into a role player. But, 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 but Tim Duncan, though, still drew that attention. He was though. a valuable piece, but yeah. he was not the piece. I think, but see, the difference between, like, the Tim Duncans and your Carl Malones and your, your Kobe is that Tim, uh, I said Tim Malone, I'm talking about my cousin. Tim Duncan was more the leadership. It's more there because, you know, he's getting your Ginobili's, your Tony Parker's, your Kawhi. I don't know who else the hell was on that damn team. That was them, them Patty yeah. Mills and Danny Green. <coughs> Danny he's, Green. He, yeah, Danny Green's. He's making sure, like, man, look, hey, some shit happened. Don't worry about it, man. We get it back. We get it on the next play. When you got your your Carl Malone, he's just out there like, man, give me the bottom post. I'm trying to score. That's Kobe, what I'm saying. Kobe. That His his job was to be the veteran yeah. in the locker room and a key ingredient to this pie. Yeah. They asking LeBron to be the crust, the filling, the sweetener, the everything else. And I'm saying that at this point in his career, he should just be that guy that's like, you know what? He's who we go to for advice. Late in games. Hey, we're going to give him the – but there's no way that LeBron should be running the point. Shooter was out the other night too. He's got to facilitate. They know that. Yeah, Shooter was out. AD was out. And I was like, dude, there ain't a chance in hell. Because first of all, they don't have the pieces that can stay in front of Kyrie or James Harden defensively. But I was like, damn, man. We talked about Joe Harris on this podcast before, man, too. Dude, Joe Harris looked like Ray Allen the other he night. He's cold, man. I, he's cold. Anybody say that man's terrible, man, fight me. He's cold. And I'm like, and, dude. I hate it for him being there. <laughs> he's going to reap the benefits here and there, being on that team, because KD, Kyrie, and James going to draw so much fucking attention to where, yes, he is going to be open on that wing or in that corner. You already know it's butter once it leaves his hands. I really – when have you seen him miss for real? At all. He went six for seven from the three the other That's night. what I'm saying. And they was catch and shoot, late in shot clocks, falling out of bounds. So I'm saying that LeBron has played every game. He's delivered for the most part. He didn't had a few little hiccups here and there, but Embiid has rested for low management. Dame is in that conversation now. I feel like Dame has Dame a- should be two right now. It should be LeBron, Dame, and then Embiid. That that's how I look at it. And I you, feel that you way can, too. And you could put Joker at four because of his stats. His right. stat line is off the chart. They just ain't winning. And the, and that's where it's like. Overall, another respectfully disagree comes in that because it's like the MVP should not strictly be about stats. Right. The eye test has to play a factor in this. Like when LeBron went to the bench the other night against Brooklyn, it was an avalanche. <laughs> like dead ass. Like when the game started, the Lakers was competing. LeBron took his first breather at the five minute mark. Next thing I know, Brooklyn went up almost 10. LeBron comes in at the end of the first, goes into the second. They go up 20, but they cut it back down to like nine Mm -hmm. before halftime. LeBron sits down again, 14, 15. They come out in the third. Lakers make a run, cut it to single digits. Next thing I know, 20. And the game is over. So it's like that shows you the value of LeBron James still this late in his career. 
He's the most valuable piece to that puzzle. Without LeBron, they don't go nowhere. If you take Embiid out of the mix with Philly, how how much of an impact does that have? It has an impact, but I've watched Philly win because he's, he's low-managed this year. Mm-hmm. They won without him. Dame is a valuable piece to that puzzle. Portland ain't winning without him. I don't so that's what I'm saying. When you start talking to MVP, I don't care about Westbrook's triple-doubles and all this and that. Man, fuck that, because them is empty stats. If everybody's clearing out so he can go get the rebound, you ain't no most valuable player on the damn court. The second year, I can say hell no. Nah. The first year, until late into that season, it was like, okay, hold the fuck up. This is this is this is kind of like you gotta give it to him. But if you look at that year and you look at like the last twenty to twenty five games, because he kept up with what he needed for that rebound total, not right. the assist. It was the rebound well, so total. We done got what nineteen rebounds. Come on, bro. Like. <laughs> That that shit was like y'all move it, out of the way. Was, I need yeah, nineteen yeah, I need boards, this, bro. Even with with Greek Freak, like no disrespect to him, bro. But it's like right now Milwaukee's on like a five game losing streak, or which they were. I don't know if they played last night. They did. They beat uh they beat the Bulls last night. They barely beat the Bulls. Okay, so they finally got in the win column. But it's like you got the back to back MVP, Defensive Player of the Year. He's nah, out sorry. here getting the Sixers punched beat on. The Bulls, but Milwaukee did win last night. He, they did win. I done seen win. Greek Freak get dunked on more this year. I'm like, come on, bro. Like, that's fool's gold. And you only going by the numbers. Oh, he leads the league in PER. I'm like, when did that become a deciding factor? Some new stat shit like PER. What the fuck? Like, player efficiency ratings. Like, who gives a shit about that? When the game is on the line, who do you give the ball to? Middleton. And it damn sure ain't no Greek Freak. And it's like, Middleton, come on, bro. take like, those shots. Not no fucking MVP. Like, and that's the part where it's just like the game has just changed, man. Everything is numbers driven. But then when you say LeBron dropped 35,000, 9,500 boys, 9,500 assists, oh, it's because he came from high school. He stat pads. I'm like, man, fuck that. That's why I told you. I don't get in no groups no more. I don't argue because. I mean, what is there to argue? One, okay, yeah, 18 to now. He's what, 36, you're 18. Yeah. 36, he's played 18 years. The durability. He's only missed, what, that first year with the Lakers. That That's the only time I've seen him miss that many games. And that was because of his groin. Right. You, know, you fuck your groin up. Nigga, I don't give a fuck. Nigga, you better be the Terminator. That's the only <laughs> way you're going to come back, bro. Because right. pulling, pulling your groin, man, hey. Right. Bro, when I tell you that, that's, that ain't no joke, bro. And that's what like, I'm saying. That like, who's no to joke. say that he ain't, he wouldn't be at thirty six thousand by now? And I'm like, but but with that, because like I said, I'm in the stupid ass NBA group, and people was like, you know, I shout out to LeBron, congrats to him getting the thirty five thousand points. But you know, everybody with this mic, and then they throw Kobe in there and shit. And like I like like I told these people, I'm like, you gotta understand, Mike quit. <laughs> I ain't gonna say retire. He quit the first time because of we we all know, and as I said. Half of the motherfuckers in there, young, ninety six on up. That's when they was born. Say they don't, they don't know. <laughs> so this, everybody knew about the suspension. That's why he left. Like we know, you know what I'm saying? Because we're old enough to know that. They don't know that. So if if he don't retire or whatnot, he came. He missed what a year and a half, I think. Yeah. So you basically taking away one season, which is two thousand points. I think Mike ended up with thirty. Was it thirty two thousand? 
33,000. So it might be 32. So if you, 32, 33. So if you add those 2,000 points, because he would have got it that course of the year, he would have been at 34, 35. Now, are we going to say, would he have caught Kareem? I don't think so. Nah. I don't think he would have. That's the same thing with, with Kobe. I think Kobe might have been a little bit under Carl Malone if he wouldn't have never got hurt. Because we're talking about back-to-back seasons, not to mention in 05 when he missed half the year because of his knee. Right. And so all I- of that shit plays in consideration. Like, you can't say, oh, well, he came in this – he was this this age. Look at the durability. Right. He got a lot of miles on his body for his body not to break right. down. And you're 18, bro. Right. And that that that's <coughs> you, you just hit it on the head again because I'm saying you're 18, this many miles, this many deep runs in the playoffs, and you still looked at as the guy who's supposed to get your team over the hump. Mm-hmm. When the game is on the line, the ball's supposed to be in your hands every time. You can't make no mistakes. You got to hit all the shots. You got to make all the right passes. And I'm looking at Brooklyn, and it's like, y'all got three alphas. <laughs> like, alpha alphas. Yeah. If you looked at that Miami team, LeBron was an alpha. D-Wade was an alpha. Bosh was a, a star. There you I go. don't look at Bosh as go. no alpha. He was an alpha at Toronto. He was putting up numbers in Toronto, but it wasn't a with the game on the line, yeah. give the ball to Chris Bosh and everybody move the fuck out of the yeah. way. Kyrie, move the fuck out of the way. James Harden, move the fuck out of the way. Kevin Durant, move out of the way. You got three of those and even if KD is out you still got two of them and you telling LeBron to go take Matthews and Kuzma and go beat James Harden and Kyrie Irving nah, and they got Joe Harris coming it, off the bench it, looking like Reggie Miller it wasn't gonna happen man I just like the fact at the end of the game when him and AD was over talking I even posted a picture like man yeah bro who we trade they, they gotta they ship him out Gasol gotta go they gotta ship him out, of there. and that's oh man, that's 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 y'all Lebron fans. Mm-mm. Everybody's gotta be traded. I'm like, dog, if I'm trying to win, what the hell do you want me to do? I'm I'm not even looking at it like, and I'm not a fan of Lebron. I'm a fan of the Lakers. I got Lakers shit on everywhere. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hat did the Kobe joint that even with even too. with the Kobe kicks. You feel me? I'm all Laker, you know what I'm saying? Damn the player. I want what's best for my team, for my team to win. If they got to ship niggas out, ship them motherfuckers out and get the best pieces to fit around your two alpha males with this team. Gasol got to go. <laughs> he definitely got to go. Like, this, this is not the Memphis Gasol or that year, the, 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 uh, the long year with the Toronto Raptors when they won the NBA Finals. Matthews weak ass. I'm still not sold on KCP, and we always talk about his weak ass, bro. Like yeah, he, he out there like Afro something Thunder. Something got to shake, bro. Something got to shake, man. He on, and he then, on his Afro Thunder stuff. And then, yeah. and then Kuzma with these. He's so hit or man. miss, dog. Like I real, I, I I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, man, and I, I'm I'm glad Ingram is shining where he's at because that's what he needed. But it's like, 
damn, man, like, why the hell we just couldn't have him on this team, bro? But It's like, why you but, couldn't? But, but I understand because I don't think he would be putting up the numbers that he's putting at New York. But at the same time, it's free play. I could do whatever here. And that's what I was getting ready to say. I was like, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna throw them all under the bus like that because at the end of the day, I still gotta hold my guy's feet to the fire. He still dominates the ball a lot. There's not a lot of free movement on the offensive end when it comes to the Lakers. So with somebody like Kuzma who has to have touches, get his shots up, get his feel, it it restricts him. Mm-hmm. And the same way with Ingram, like some people just can't play with LeBron. And I feel like that's Matthews. Matthews is not a standstill catch-and-shoot guy. And that's what the Lakers are trying to make him. Like, KCP, you can get away with it because when he's on, he's, he's, on, he's yeah. on. But, like, Matthews is like, we need you to be on like Joe Harris. Yeah. And that's the only part that pees me off because it's like I look at other teams and their role players, and when they come on the court, they, they, they bring it. Mm-hmm. But it's like every time I watch a LeBron game and the, the role players come on, it's like, damn, y'all hitting the side of the backboard. Like, I just hate they don't they don't show up against the elite players and teams. Every time. Because they out there, it, it's just like Cleveland 2.0. When they blowing motherfuckers out, they overdancing and shit. But when they getting their ass smacked around, I lie, the Brooklyn Nets. These niggas is over there. Like, hey, hey, bro. Uh, I got him on the phone right now. They go. That that weak ass nigga KCP got to go, bro. What's the about Wesley Matthews, man? (laughs) What you you think we need to give up, man, to to try to go get Giannis? I mean, come on, bro. Right. But, and after this, we'll we'll wrap it up. We've been on here for a minute. Um, But that's the thing. It's like DeAndre Jordan didn't even play a lot of minutes the other night. And for the Lakers to have Gasol and LeBron out there and you didn't go in the post, I saw James Harden on Gasol a lot. <laughs> but Gasol is out on he's the three-point line. He's on the perimeter, though. He's on the perimeter. And it's just like, come on, bro. Because it's like he's looking to pass more compared to, like, how he was in Memphis with your back to the basket right. down there banging. But the only logical thing that I can – possibly piece together as to why they even done that was because if you looked at last year and you looked at some of the playoff run or whatever, when McGee or Dwight was in the game, it clogged up the paint for Anthony Davis. Right. Anthony Davis didn't have a lot of room to maneuver or whatever. So I'm I'm assuming that they they got Gasol so that if he can pull the big away from the basket, clear then that gives AD more yeah. room to operate, but hell, he got to get healthy. Mm-hmm. Real quick, man, your your KG thing. Let's talk about it. All right, so this is what's going on, and this this was said, I think, like three weeks ago. KG said that uh, guys 20 years ago, and we're talking about 2000-2001 season, he said that none of the guys uh, that played uh, could play in today's league. And I actually looked at the the top scores of that league, which was Havison at 31-3, Stackhouse was at 29-6, which, which surprised me because it was Stackhouse. Stackhouse was, was cold. Detroit. Yeah. Shaq was on there. KG was on there. 
Uh, Paul Pierce was up there. Vince Carter was up there. Tim Duncan was up there. Um, it was a couple. It was a couple people on that list, and I and I hit you up about that. And I'm like, uh, uh, McGrady was up there too because he was with Orlando, I think. But uh, I'm looking at what he said, and I'm like, bruh, Ray Allen too. I'm like, you can't say none of the players back then 20 years ago could play in today's league because I'm just thinking, I'm not even thinking bigs, even though I think KG could play in today's league. We're talking about that Minnesota Timberwolves KG with that Duke Blue Devil beard. Uh, Vince Carter with, with, uh, with the Raptors, McGrady, Ray Allen, he still had the ball fade. Uh, AI, of course, Mar- Mar- uh, Stephon Marbury. I forgot to mention him because he was averaging that many points. And then yeah. if you throw you if you throw your point guards in there, I think Steve Nash could play shooter. Jason Kidd could play. He's gonna make your team better. Like I I, I don't understand what what KG. I, I I get it, but I didn't get it because it's like, who are you referring to that you're saying that? Because I took it as you're saying that the players from 20 years ago, and I didn't even mention Kobe, but I'm like, you saying the players from 20 years ago, and if we're talking about you're taking their skill set then, come put, putting it uh, uh, putting it into the league, I think you, you have, I ain't going to say a shitload of players, but I'm going to say at least 10 to 15 players from 20 years ago can compete with the players you got now. Cause I named a couple shooters, which you got Ray Allen, uh, Steve Nash, Jason Kidd was knocking down some shots. Um, hell Stackhouse weekends was balling back then. <laughs> <laughs> and then, you know what I'm saying? This is when Vince Carter had established his jump shot around that time. Like I, I just couldn't really, I get what he was saying, but I really, couldn't grasp what he was saying because it's like you basically like spitting in the players' faces from 20 years ago saying that we can't compete with these players. But when I saw that and I read it and I thought about it and I put some thought into it the same way you did and I told you that I agree with KG. So here goes my respectfully disagree to you. Because even if you list all the people that you just said, you have to look at their style of play at that time compared to the style of play in today's game. They don't really run sets to free up shooters no more as far as your Ray Allen and stuff. Like a lot of his game came off of people having to chase him and they were setting them picks he was just that lethal of a shooter. But but you think about Ray Allen though. This is the Milwaukee Bucks Ray Allen though. This ain't the C- taking this, people off this, the dribble dunking on the Ray Allen. This ain't the Supersonics Ray Allen. That's what I'm saying. And then you think about Iverson. Who in the league's checking that? But that on, and that's the year he won the MVP. By the way. But on the flip side, this is where you also got to think about the style of play. And Allen Iverson is my dog. Allen Iverson was killing people with quickness. And he had handles, but he don't have the handles and the movement that the guys got today. Your Kyrie's, your Curry's, the way they got people on a string, 
Could Nash them really stay in front of that and defend nah, them? No, nah, no. Nah. But that's that's how I was looking I, at I'm, it. I'm, but kind of like I, I, because I see you, you taking it to a defensive standpoint. I'm looking at it from an offensive standpoint. I still think Iverson scoring thirty in today's league because I don't think no, especially with these ticky tack fouls. There ain't nobody in the league that can stand in front of him. You could probably make, name maybe two or three guys. But if you're talking about somebody guarding Iverson, and I ain't even going to put him on the, the the Philadelphia team that they currently got because he definitely don't fucking fit with that team. And that's what I was going to say. I was waiting for you to finish. Yeah, he don't. We just talking about, like, if they in the league. But let's not put them on the team where they was currently at. But if they just in the league, you know what I'm saying? I still think Iverson drops his 30. Cause it's it's like what you said about Kyrie, he got the handles, but it ain't as fluent as how Kyrie. Kyrie's his handles are special as fuck, dude. Like I owe Kyrie an apology. Yeah, it, when we go any farther, I owe Kyrie an apology. <coughs> this is the best that I've ever seen Kyrie look in his entire career. Yeah, and the fact that he don't even have to do much makes it even better. Like he can score twenty six. And don't break a sweat. Facts. And that's what makes Brooklyn so dangerous. It's like, oh, my God. I thought they was going to be fighting over touches, fighting over who got the ball. But as of right now, what they got, I'm scared. Of. I, I, I and, and let's go back to the KG thing. I'm going to go to another player, Jason Kidd. I think he gets his 10-plus assists because he, he's going to make the team better. And the player that reminds me of how he was back then is Chris Paul. Chris Paul, definitely. Because wherever Chris Paul goes at, he's definitely going to make your fucking team a playoff contending team. I'm not going to say a championship caliber team, but he's going to get y'all to the playoffs. And that's pretty much how um, Jason Kidd is. Jason, I, I seen Jason Kidd get fucking double-digit assists and no fucking points. And your team win, and they winning by double digits, right? So see, and that's what I'm saying. It's it's, it's kind of your your double edged sword because they've always compared different eras or whatever. So if you look at back in the day with the NBA, Bill Russell and uh, Wilt and all of them, people said that Shaq would have dominated them. Shaq and them would have killed them. I don't think so, man. I I I I don't think. I think. That I can't really say Russell, cause like that's just highlights, just like with Will. It's just highlights of what I seen. But what I was told, they said that Wilt was stronger than fucking Shaq, from what I was told. So that's the thing, and that's it's like you know, of course we'll never know. And then you know, Wilt's waiting to beat somebody. Shit, it ain't gonna be no, you know that bullshit turnaround hook. Right. And he soon as that release, he's blocking that shit. But it's like, but th- but that's what I'm saying. It's like with every generation, you're like, okay, these bigs are more skilled. You're Tim Duncan, step out, bank shots, doing this and doing that. Each generation got more skilled. So now you fast forward to today's time and the style of play. And I'm thinking about what KG said. It's like your bigs wouldn't survive. Your, no, your David Robinsons, your Shacks, they condition wise, they wouldn't be able to just keep up with the with the speed of the game. If 
I look at it as if it's a KG or a Tim Duncan. I think they could have played, but like far as like the longevity, they couldn't have kept keep up with with the right. speed of the game because they more of a you know what I'm saying half court. Give me the ball on my yeah. side of the floor. Let me operate, yeah. and that's what I'm saying. Like they don't do that no more at all, for real. Like, but I'm how I took it was I'm I'm looking at the scoring. I ain't even really look at the defensive side of it. I just look at the scoring and like with the shooters. I think Ray Allen could have played because he's a shooter. I think he he definitely could have played in this league because you know he 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 was coming off like Reggie and how Steph is. I think he could have played in today's league because he was a shooter. Now, if you take the 2001 skill set, Ray Allen, I still think he could have played. I don't think that, you know, he would be dominant in today's game. But at the same time, you got to think about where are these players going to be? Because he, like with Iverson, I'm not going to use him at Philly with this current Philly roster, just like with Ray Allen with this current Milwaukee Bucks roster. He don't fit with them. And that's where the style of play yeah. comes in. At. So you would have to alter the style of play to benefit the old head's skill set. So that's why I'm like, I kind of agree with KG because in today's game, their style of play wouldn't fit. Even in today's game, I still hate it in a sense because they don't run plays to free up shooters Mm-mm. a lot of these shots that we see and that tough deep dame them pulling up from logo LeBron now lebron pulling up from logo hitting nothing but bottom Lo- of the logo air Brian. like <laughs> i'm sitting there like bro what are you doing what are you doing this is like that shot i didn't get because it was like uh it was still some time on the clock when he let the ball go that was one of those like either you take him out the dribble and go to the basket or you just but, go to the three-point line and pull up. But that shows you that's him trying to adapt to today's game. Like, he has to take his game outside of the perimeter, and then they have to try to find different ways to try to get him downhill. But you don't see him drive and attack as much as he used to. I mean, I, I get the whole evolve or perish narrative. I get that. But if they ain't a part of your game, don't add that shit to your game. I hate it. Like, don't add that shit. Keep, continue to do what you do that got you to where you're at right now. I think it's messing up Kawhi's game, too. I yeah. Kawhi takes a lot of three-pointers yeah. now, where before he was like a mid-range. mid-range. I'm talking about you You wanted your kids. Look, you go watch Kawhi. Blame man. Steph for this shit. <laughs> and even last night, and after this, we done. Because uh, Golden State played Orlando. Orlando was up almost twenty. Golden State, uh, skate. Golden State scored like forty something points in the third. Golden State went up eleven in the fourth. Orlando come back and beat them. But on the last play, Golden State's down by three. Instead of them running something to free Curry up to get a clean look, you got Curry on top. Trying to dribble and do all that hezzy and head fakes, and they kept doubling him. He mm. threw it to Draymond, tried to run and come get it back, and he couldn't get a look, couldn't get a clean look. And that's what I'm saying. Like, to me, today's game is watered down because a coach would have been like, look, 
take Curry off the ball, have him down on the baseline. Somebody go set a screen, free him up. That's where your Reggie Millers and all them got their looks. Reggie Miller would get a screen set for him and come off. That's how he beat the Bulls in the playoffs. Well, he pushed off, but we ain't going to talk about it. But that's that. what I'm saying. Like, you still put him in a – that was a drawn-up play. <laughs> we ain't going to talk about that. We pushed off. That was a drawn-up play where now it's like, here, we gave you the ball. Go do some street ball shit. Throw it between somebody's legs and try to step back three. Like, that's not basketball. Man, these coaches nowadays are just there. Getting free money. They're just there. Free money. You don't – outside of Pop, maybe, and he's like – he's he's trying to evolve or adapt to the, today's game and shit. But you don't have those coaches like how it was back then. And, and you can even look at the college world. This this basketball is not the same no more. And we're old heads. I can say that. It's not the same how it was when we was growing up playing it and growing up watching it. You know, and I understand the whole adapt or perish uh, narrative. I get it. You know what I'm saying? But basketball is going to be one of those sports to where, especially when – LeBron and KD them retire. It's gonna be one of those sports where a lot of they're gonna lose a lot of their fan base because after they leave, it's like who's your face, and you can't name one. Who knows? You you don't have one. It ain't gonna be the passing of the torch. Who's gonna who's gonna be the the face of the NBA? You don't have that. Like at least when Mike left, you had your your Shaq, your Kobe, your KGs, your Timmy D's. And I'll let you had that. When right. LeBron them leave, it's like, who you got? You don't have nobody. Never know. So we'll leave it there, man. Good conversation. I had to stop you. You said college. We we, we ain't, ain't gonna, gonna go down that road. Yeah, because you know Kentucky garbage. We ain't gonna go down that road. What they, six in what? Did they, they win? Did they beat? They win that Vanderbilt game. They beat Vanderbilt, but so they, they got Tennessee today. So, uh, so they seven in what? 13 or 74. Look, we up 61-46 on Tennessee. Okay. I hope they have an SEC tournament. We might sneak in. <laughs> I'm lying. We 7 and uh 7 and 13. Yeah, bottom of the barrel. Yeah, definitely NIT just like we get. They do. said right now we don't even get an NIT invitation. Wow. That's how trash we are. Damn, that's hard. But I'm going to stop it there because we ain't going to keep doing us like that. Yeah, y'all don't want to run into Rob Morris neither. <laughs> Appreciate you, bro. <laughs> no problem.